to our message today. We want to talk today uh, about the baptism with the Holy Spirit. Amen. The baptism with the Holy Spirit. And uh, one of the things that I, 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 like I say, you know, I'm one of those persons that they, they say everybody dreams. And uh, we dream every night. It's just a lot of times we don't remember. Well, I'm one of those persons that when I sleep, I don't generally remember uh, unless it's a real bad dream uh, or it's uh, God begins to deal with me in my sleep in a dream. And uh, God deals with me in dreams. And uh, I had a couple of incidents to happen, and, and, and I don't know the full uh, uh, interpretation, but I know I, 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 I discern the will of God. And uh, just to show you how important uh, this is, uh, the first dream that I had about talking about this subject, about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, uh, went to bed, amen, I, nothing that in particular that I can think was on my mind, but I had a dream that uh, my wife's uh, mother, Mother Phillips, is sitting right there, uh, uh, formerly, uh, she's a district missionary uh, in the Church of God in Christ, and uh, now she's a, a district missionary emeritus uh, for District 5, uh, having, uh, uh, you know, uh, rightly been able to sit down and, and, and take her rest. And uh, I had a dream about Mother Phillips, and in my dream, uh, Mother Phillips was preaching uh, harder than I've ever heard. Uh, I, I'm saying preaching. She might call it being a missionary, or you know, but she was preaching harder and and just. I mean, she was she was tearing it up, and <laughs> and, and and the subject that she was preaching on was uh, uh, the need to be filled with the Holy Ghost in my dream. And when I, when, I, when I woke up and I, I, I said something to my wife, I said, I had a, had a dream about your mother. And she was preaching up a storm. And, uh, you know, and, and so, uh, and, and, and it stuck with me, the topic that she was, was, was preaching on in my dream. And I was like, man, that's unusual. Because, uh, you know, I don't generally dream about Mother Phillips and, and, and especially her preaching. And uh, so that was the first uh, uh, nudge that uh, God gave me about this. And then uh, some weeks later, uh, God began to deal with me and, 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 and showed me preaching about uh, the need for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and, and, and so this thing has been uh, 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 dealing with me about it and... and, and and one thing that I know, and that is, if we're going to be successful, if we're going to be the church that God is calling for us to be, amen, if we want his favor to be uh, released and poured out on us, uh, uh, as a leader, I've got, to, I've got to ask you to follow me as I follow Christ. And, 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 and so uh, that was why uh, last week we were talking about the importance of, of being able to hear from God. And, and, and we, 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 we emphasize the fact that it's not enough just to come on Sunday and hear what the preacher is telling you about God. 
but that as believers, amen, uh, uh, each and every one of us as a believer, the Bible says, he who have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. And when, and, and, and when it comes to your personal life, for direction and guidance, you need to be in a position to be able to hear from God yourself. Hear from God yourself. I'm not going to re-preach that right now. But uh, thank God. I, I, I thank God that uh, I'm, 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 I'm uh, 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 in a position where I can hear from God. Amen. That makes all the difference in the world. That makes all the difference in your confidence, in your faith. The Bible said, faith cometh by what? Hearing. And hearing by the word of God. And so one thing that I know is that if I can encourage you and, and assist you and help you to hear God for yourself, your level of faith is going to rise. Yes. And in turn, the level of faith in this church is going to rise. Hallelujah. And so uh, uh, I want to share with you about uh, the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Amen. On today. Let's look at the scripture. Amen. We're going to start out uh, with a text uh, in the Old Testament. Book of Genesis, the 26th chapter. Beginning at the 17th verse, it says, Then Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar. And dwelt there. And Isaac dug again the wells of water, which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. And he called them by the names which his father had called them. I want you to pay particular attention to this. I'm, I'm, I'm starting out in the Old Testament and I'm talking about a New Testament experience. But this uh, incident in the life of Isaac, the son of Abraham, uh, the child of promise, uh, it says Isaac departed from there, pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar. He dwelt there, and Isaac dug again the wells of water, which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. And he called them by the names which his father had called them. When you live in a, in a desert uh, area, in, in, in a desert climate, uh, wells, are, uh, uh, wells are not just necessary. Amen. Wells uh, are having... Uh, an adequate source of water is the difference between life and death. And, 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 and the crime of stopping up a well. You know, uh, uh, in desert areas, people would, uh, they would learn, uh, in, if they were to survive, they'd learn where the water holes were. And, 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 and the crime of stopping up a well not only, you know, uh, uh, you've got the potential not uh, uh, to kill uh, scores, uh, possibly hundreds of people, amen, who are depending on that water being there, 
And when it's been stopped up, and they don't know that it's been stopped up, amen, they might get there with, with, with no room to spare. So what we find in the text here, Isaac, amen, went, amen, uh, and, and he was living uh, among the Gentiles. And if you read the verses above this, what you'll find is that as Isaac dwelt there, uh, the Bible said he sold in the land and received a hundredfold uh, return. And, and God blessed Isaac so uh, to the point that the Gentiles envied him. And uh, he had to move. And so uh, he dug the wells. And, and there's another point that I notice in this text, and, 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 and we'll, we'll, we'll move on. But it also says that when he redug the wells, he called them by the names which his father called them. Say that with me. He called them by the names which his father called them. You know, as we progress, one of the things that I find about the English language is the English language is always changing. And the meaning of words are changing. Constantly, Amen. Every year, uh, that's why they have to put out a, a, a dictionary to uh, explain uh, and define some of the expressions and slangs. And uh, it's interesting to me. Uh, and and I guess sometimes people think it's a sign of progress uh, to uh, change the meaning of words. But you know what I find out when it comes to spiritual things, Amen. Even though the culture might think it's progressing and uh, you know, the, the, see, uh, in the day that I grew up, a bomb was something that was destructive. Uh, when you talked about a bomb, you were talking about something that blew up and, and, and caused damage. Today, if somebody said, man, that's the bomb, uh, that, 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 what, what does that mean? That means, I guess, something that's really good or great. So, so uh, we're using... Uh, the same words, but amen, as our culture moves forward, the, the, the meaning behind it changes. Yeah. But I noticed what Isaac did, amen. Isaac went back, amen, and, and see, Isaac was the heir to the promise of Abraham. And, and what Isaac did, Isaac went back and redug the old wells that had been dug in the day of his father Abraham. And Isaac did not succumb to the influence of the Gentile nations around him. He didn't call them what they called them. He said, you know what? We're going to call them by the same name that, I, that my father called them. Yeah. In other words, amen, uh, that slangs and expressions might change. But there are some things, some traditions, and some words that is, we, amen, if we want the blessing of God, we need to call it what God calls it. Yeah. Anybody listening to me? Amen. Let's continue on. Also, Isaac, servants dug in the valley and found a well of running water there. But the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. And so he called the name of the well Esau, because they quarreled with him. And they dug another well. And they quarreled over that one also. And so he called its name Sitna. And he moved from there and dug another well. 
and they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth because he said, for now the Lord has made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land. Then he went up from there to Beersheba and the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for my servant Abraham's sake. And he built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord. And he pitched his tent there. And there Isaac's servants dug a well. Amen. Now, uh, you might wonder, what does that have to do uh, with the baptism of the Holy Spirit? All of this back in the Old Testament, digging wells. And, but one of the, you notice what I said. Isaac was the heir to the promise that was given to Abraham. But notice, uh, it was not until Isaac went back and began to redid the old wells. And, and, and his servants assisted him. And you notice it said, when, when one well, when they got it dug up, uh, there was uh, 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 springing or running water. Amen. There was a stream, a flow uh, that came out of that. And it was not until Isaac read of the redigging of his father's wells uh, that uh, got Isaac in the position. He, he had to keep moving. Yeah. You all notice he would dig a well and uh, the Philistines would say, that's our water, that's our water. And uh, he'd move and he'd dig another well. And they say, no, that's our water. Now, Isaac and his servants were doing all the work. Right. And the Philistines were taking advantage of the work that they had done. Amen. But, but, but God didn't uh, 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 give Isaac, uh, uh, put it on Isaac's heart to try to fight and defend the well. He's like, okay, if we don't have peace here, we'll just move. And they kept moving to the point to where when they dug a well, and, 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 it, and it wasn't contested, he said, God had made room for us. And it got him, say this with me, amen, his movement and redigging the wells. Say that with me. His movement, his movement. and the redigging the wells got him in position where God could renew the covenant that he had with Abraham. Amen. Notice what the word said. Amen. Then he went up there. Amen. He went up from there to Beersheba. And the Lord appeared to him the same night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not fear. I am with you. You see, when Isaac went back and redug the old wells and called them by the name that his father had named them, amen, he got himself into a position where he could hear from God for himself. Yes. Hallelujah. And, and, and I want to compare Isaac's redigging of his father's well is a reminder of the current need of the church today to allow the Holy Spirit 
to cause rivers of living water to be released and flowing, amen, in the lives of believers today. Yeah, right. See, we, 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 we're living in a time, we're living in a day, amen, where there's not a lot uh, uh, that's mentioned about the need to be baptized with the Holy Ghost, yeah. amen, with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. If, if you would believe the report, amen, everybody almost is saved. Everybody, amen, uh, believes something. Amen. Everybody is a member, and, 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 and we've got a lot of, amen, lip service members, but there's a lack of Holy Ghost power. Yeah. Oh, is anybody listening to me? I, I hear you. I hear you. Amen. A lot of lip service members. Oh, yeah, I belong to this church. I belong to that church. Hey, my, my name's on the roll. I'm a member here. I'm a member there. Amen. But if you take the pulse of the church, amen, if you take the vital signs of a church like you do a patient in an emergency room, the pulse is weak. The vital signs, amen, are in the danger area. Amen. And, 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 we, and what we see is an anemic church that needs to go back and dig the old wells and call it, amen, by the name, amen, that it used to be called. Progress, amen, uh, seemingly, amen, progress is not always progress. Hallelujah. So we want to talk about, amen, the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Amen. In in Ephesians, we move to the New Testament now. Uh, In Ephesians, uh, 5 and 18, it says there, do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Yes. Amen. Be filled with the Spirit. Amen. We're, we're, we're talking about the need to be filled with the Spirit. That's a, that's a real need. We can't do a spiritual work without uh, being empowered by God's Spirit to do the work. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, Acts 1 and 8. It says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. You shall receive power. Amen. Power. That word uh, in the Greek, dunamos. Amen. Uh, And then there's another word that talks about authority. Jesus instructed the disciples. Instructed. And and when I say Jesus instructed the disciples, the instruction that he gave for the the disciples is the same instruction for us. Amen. Now, we not, uh, uh, when he said, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you'll be witness of, of, uh, unto me in both Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So uh, what we're talking about is the need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. The need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and, and uh, uh, as we Amen. Get into it. Uh, when Jesus baptizes us with the Holy Spirit, 
It is the same enablement, ability, and qualification that he received himself. Jesus is not asking us to do something that he didn't do himself. I can respect a leader uh, that will, uh, if you're going to lead, you got to go before. You need to be in front. Do you know, it's, it's hard to lead from behind. Hard to, it's like trying to drive a car sitting in the back seat. Hard to lead from behind. Jesus, amen, what he is uh, uh, requiring of us, amen, uh, the enablement, the ability, and the qualification, he's requiring the very same thing that he did himself. And, and, and uh, I, I don't know why uh, there has been a de-emphasis in many of our churches uh, about the need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Uh, I don't know if it's the pressure, uh, uh, you, know, uh, you know, pressure being exhorted, or, or, but, but, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to remember... Uh, when they used to say, you must, amen, be born again. Yeah. Amen. You didn't just come and join a church. In fact, the song that uh, they had in the Church of God in Christ, and, 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 and I think even in, in, in some churches of God in Christ, they got away from it. They said, you can't join in. You've got to be born in. Yes. But it seemed like that, amen, we have de-evolved into a joining movement. Instead of a born again movement. The need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. When I say Jesus is asking us to do the same thing that he did. uh, In John 3 and 34. uh, It says he whom God has sent. Speaks the word of God. For God does not give the spirit by measure. Amen. Jesus Christ. Uh. Uh, receive the Holy Spirit without measure. That's what that's referred to in John uh, 3.34. And I believe that as Jesus is our perfect example, if it was good enough for him, it ought to be good enough for us. Hallelujah. Amen. And and in Luke 24 and 49, uh, Jesus gave a promise uh, to his disciples and in Luke 24, 49, he said, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endowed with power from on high. Amen. That word tarry, it mean, he told the disciples, he said, I'm getting ready to go back to my Father. But uh, uh, I'm, when, when I get there, I'm going to send the promise of the Father upon you. And, and, and I want you to, the word tarry means wait, amen, right where you are, wait, yes. amen, in Jerusalem, in the city of Jerusalem until you are endowed with power from on high. Why did they have to wait? Well, there were some things that need to be accomplished and Jesus had to go back to the Father, amen, and, and the Holy Spirit be sent back. We don't have to wait now. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. Yes. Amen. And, and, and the promise has been given to us. Amen. Talking about the baptism in the Holy Spirit, the need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. Uh, and, and, and so 
uh, I was thinking about the fact of Jesus' baptism. Jesus, when he was baptized in water, uh, he said uh, that uh, we need to fulfill all righteousness. Amen. This also occurs in our daily lives. If we're going to have the righteousness of God fulfilled in us, amen, we need to take part in all that God has for us. Y'all listening to me? I say if the righteousness of God is going to be fulfilled in our personal lives, we need to uh, receive all of the resources that are available as a child of God. So that the righteousness of God can be fulfilled in our personal lives. We can't do it with our own strength. Uh, When Jesus was baptized in water by John the Baptist, uh, the Holy Holy Spirit had told John, God had revealed to John that the one uh, who you're the forerunner of, you'll recognize him. Because uh, when, 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 when when he comes up out of the water, amen, John saw the Holy Spirit descend like a dove and, 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 and rest on Jesus. And, and John had been told, when you see that, uh, 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 he's the one that you're the forerunner of. Yeah. And, and, and when, when Jesus appeared to John, John recognized something about him. John uh, uh, said, I have need to be baptized of you. But Jesus said, suffer to be so that we might fulfill all righteousness. Amen. And, 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 and so uh, it was in that experience of, notice it said, you'll see the Holy Spirit uh, abide. Amen. There is an abiding presence of the Holy Spirit that we all need to have in our lives. An abiding presence. And, 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 and I'm going to try to point something out in a moment. Uh it was in our, uh, you, all got some, you all got some Bibles, uh, in the book of uh, 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. We read it in our congregational reading. And I want to point something out because there, there, there's some confusion to, to, to some believers when it comes to the fact of, of, of seeking the experience of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the book of uh, 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, and uh, the 13th verse, uh, the, 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 there's a difference, and, 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 and we're going to differentiate a word. Uh, the baptism uh, with the Spirit and the baptism in the Spirit. Uh, you all see 1 Corinthians 12 and 13? Yes. In 1 Corinthians 12 and 13, it says there, For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one Spirit. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12 and 13 it is talking about uh, when you got saved. Amen. When, when, when you responded to the gospel message. Yes. Amen. Confess your sins. Believe in your heart. And, 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 and uh, the miracle of salvation, when the miracle of salvation takes place, 
It is the Spirit of God. As verse 13 says, it says, For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body. That one body is the body of Christ. Yes. Being many uh, 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 baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have been made to drink into one Spirit. That's talking about the salvation experience. The salvation, the Holy Spirit, none of us that are saved would be saved if it had not been, amen, for the supernatural uh, uh, and miraculous uh, power of the Spirit placing us, baptizing us into the body of Christ. Yes. It was the Holy Spirit that did that. And 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 uh, 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 and 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 he's looking at it and he's talking about it there, and so, uh, but 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 that's not what I'm talking about today. Uh, I'm not talking about uh, uh, being saved. I'm talking about being equipped for service. Y'all yes. y'all see the distinction? Amen. You see, you can be saved and a part of the body of Christ. But you can you, you you can be inactive and 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 not much service. And the sad part is that there are a lot of members in the body of Christ who go to somebody's church and 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 God has done a saving work in their life. But when it comes to good works, equipped, uh, 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 you find a few and far between. Is anybody listening? They've not been equipped for service. And the reason that the church in many instances is weak and, and anemic is because we've got a lot of people in the body, amen, but, but, but they haven't been equipped. That's why we're talking about the need. And, 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 and the thing that, uh, and, and there's been a lot of... Uh, 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 erroneous teaching and, and, and what have you that when, when, it, when we talk about being the baptism of the Holy Spirit and uh, a lot of people are afraid I remember you know when I first started coming to church I wasn't saved when I first started coming to Bethel I wasn't saved I was a teenager and I remember uh, when I first started coming to Bethel we used to have altar prayer where everybody would gather around the altar and uh, I can remember when I wasn't saved, but I kept my eyes open. I felt like I got to watch you guys. <laughs> Amen. I ain't closing my eyes. Amen. Somebody get happy and be to hit me upside the head. I, I, I got to watch. <laughs> and, and uh, uh, you know, because, uh, you know, didn't know what, what, what might happen. That, that is a fear. Yeah. A lot of times, that, and, 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 Sometimes there's a fear for good reason because there was some folk that was a little wild. But sometimes there's a fear that is really unreasonable. Because, uh, and, and, and this is something that I believe, that deep down in your heart of hearts, you know whether you're saved or not. Deep down in your heart of hearts, you know. Uh, I know what I was like when I wasn't saved. I know the things that I used to do when I wasn't saved. I know the words that came out of my mouth when I wasn't saved. And I know when 
God saved me. If you've ever been saved, you know when God saved you. Amen. 104 Hill Street, Eagle Park Acres, Madison, Illinois. Amen. In, 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 a, in, a, in a rundown building. Amen. Uh, probably uh, it was a Sunday. Well, I got filled with the Holy Spirit on a Sunday night. I know that. But, but before I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I know when God saved me. Revival. We were having revival uh, at Bethel. And it was a revival that was being held by uh, Elder Henry Phillips Sr. Uh, who had come and uh, 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 come as an assistant pastor and eventually became the pastor of Bethel. And one of the first things he did was have a revival. And he came, he came up to me as a young man. He said to me, he said, you know what, I'm going to need your help. He said, I'm going to need your help. Uh, uh, to help build this church, to, some things we need to do. I'm gonna need your help, and I was thinking to myself, "All right, you know, wh whatever you need, uh, I, I, you know, uh, help needs help." Anybody listening to me? Yes. Sometimes your help needs to know how to help. Yeah. And and I'm so glad that he wasn't so desperate to have members that he just said, "Yeah, just come on like you are. Come on." But you know what he said to me? He said, "Now, in order." To really help, you, you, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what he said to me. In order to be able to help me, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And, 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 and I had to come face to face to be, and, and like, okay, so what are you saying? You mean I got to come up there to the altar and, and, and have my eyes closed and... and, and and trust God somebody not going to hit me. But, but he, he, put, he, he put the seeds of the word of God into my life and made me consider as a young man that it was not enough just to be part of a church, to go to a church, that if I really was going to be in a position to help, I need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Remember, amen, uh, uh, when I made up my mind, I remember when I received Christ into my heart and I asked him to save me. So that's why I'm saying, uh, uh, you know whether or not that the Holy Spirit has come upon you and put you in the body of Christ. And the thing that I'm trying to communicate is the same Spirit that saved us. The same Holy Spirit that saved us is the same Holy Spirit that wants to baptize us yes. and equip us for service. Yes. All of us have gifts, talents, and abilities. Amen. I had gifts, talents, and abilities before I got filled with the Holy Spirit. But, amen, in order to be suitable for service, I had to be, amen, uh, I, I had to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes. And when God... Uh, uh, came in on that Sunday night and filled me with the Holy Spirit. Uh, I, can, I, I, I got filled with the Holy Spirit over on the side of the church. Amen. And, 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 and the Spirit of God had knocked me down and I was laying under the piano. An upright piano. I was laying under the upright piano. And God did a work on my soul. Hallelujah. So I'm talking about, amen, uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And, and there's a question we need to consider. Is it possible to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and not speak in tongues? 
Is it possible to be baptized with the Holy Spirit and not speak in tongues? You see, to be baptized by the Holy Spirit, and, and, and this is that key point that I was trying to bring out earlier, and, and, and about the two different experiences. And, and, and I want you to pay particular uh, note to, to, to this. To be baptized by the Holy Spirit and baptized with the Holy Spirit describes two different experiences. Say that with me. Read that with me. Let's do, I, I, I want this to sink in. To be, let, let's read this together. To be baptized by the Holy Spirit and baptized with the Holy Spirit describes two different experiences. What I read over in 1 Corinthians 12 and 13 is to be baptized by the Holy Spirit and put into the body of Christ. Y'all see? Is, is it making sense? That, that is being baptized by the Holy Spirit and put into the body of Christ. But to be baptized with the Holy Spirit is another experience. And I submit to you that if you want to be fully equipped for service, you need to be baptized by the Holy Spirit to be saved, and you need to be baptized with the Holy Spirit to be equipped for service. I don't know about you, but if I'm going to go to the trouble to get a new car, amen, and, and, and I'm believing, amen, uh, God's going to bless me uh, to get a new car, or new, new for me. I don't know if I want to get a showroom new or not, but, you know. But i tell you one thing. Uh, if I'm going to go to the trouble to get a new car, uh, I, want, I, want, I want all of the features. I want all of the options that, amen, you know, now some I don't care about. I don't care about the moon roof and all of that. I, amen, I had a car that had one of them. I never opened it up. When you, when you live in the hood, you think twice about having, amen, glass over your head. Sometimes you want something a little more sturdier than glass. But, 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 but uh, I, I, I do want power steering. I, I do want power windows. I do want climate control seat. It'd be nice to have a heated seat. Amen. I, 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 you know, it's, there's certain options that come with. Why? Amen. Am I going to go to the trouble get a new car and it don't have the options? Why go to the trouble of being saved? And allowing the Holy Spirit to baptize you into the body of Christ and be saved and sitting here with roll up windows. No heater. Amen. When, when we started out this winter, the heat had gone out in my truck. Amen. And, uh, you know, it was all right in the fall, but I knew winter was coming. And uh, I, had, I was going to have to do something. Amen. I don't want to, it, it, it's crazy riding around in a new car, amen, and you got to put coats and blankets on because you ain't got no heat. Hallelujah. And, 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 and so what we're talking about here then 
is we are baptized by the Holy Spirit when we're saved. But baptism with the Holy Spirit is the endowment, endowment for ministry. And, and, and Jesus said the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Amen. Uh, uh, I the church by coming. I appreciate that. I appreciate you supporting the church with your finances. I appreciate that. Amen. But we can done, amen, and be more effective if you are filled with the Holy Spirit and equipped for service. Because what happens when you get filled with the Holy Spirit and equipped for service, amen, then the gifts, you, can, you got some, the gifts that are already in you, amen, uh, uh, it's, it's almost like, and I don't even play video games, and so that's why I'm going to go back to an old one, because I, I don't play it. Any of y'all remember Pac-Man? And, and you remember how in Pac-Man, uh, the, 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 they would be going around, uh, or it would be chasing. I'm, uh, now I'm, I need help because I, I didn't play Pac-Man, but I watched some folk play. Uh, is the ghost chasing you? Is that what's going on? Okay, it's chasing you. But but if you could get to that energy, what is that thing? That power, pellet, whatever. See, I told you I don't play it. Uh, but you get to the pellet, and 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 you gobble down the pellet. What's chasing you? You can turn around and chase it and eat it. I need some members to stop being chased. And I need you to get the power pedal. Amen. So you can help me turn around and we need to gobble up what's been, amen, chasing us. Does that make any sense? Hallelujah. You see, traditional classical Pentecostal doctrine says that you can't have one without the other. <clears throat> if you've been baptized with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues is the initial evidence of the experience. That's traditional, classical Pentecostal doctrine. Our roots are Pentecostal. But, amen, as, as, as we have uh, grown, our understanding uh, uh, has grown as well. And so uh, when I say, however, in tongues, it cannot be proven that you've not been baptized with the Holy Spirit. Speaking in tongues is not a qualification, but it's an indication. Y'all hear that? I, I, I remember the old saints, they used to say, uh, uh, they wouldn't believe you would say it until they heard you speak themselves. <laughs> old saints, they would say, uh, ch child, they just stammer. They just, you know, da, 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 da. they just stammer. They just stammer. But when, when, when you come forth and speak in tongues and, 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 and they heard you, uh, they say, I heard them. I heard them from, and in fact, even at the uh, inaugural dinner, there was one of the old mothers that. Uh, was in the church when uh, Bishop Eames was a child and uh, when, when, when he got saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and she was testifying at the inaugural dinner she said I was there and I heard them speaking in tongues that, that, that was the way the old saints that was the way the old saints would uh, uh, testify and, and, and they say oh I know they got it they got it 
I heard it for myself. Amen. And uh, But I'm going to tell you something. I've known some people that uh, got filled with the Holy Ghost at home. And there wasn't nobody there to hear it. Amen. And so, as I said, speaking in tongues is not a qualification, but it's an indication. Amen. It, 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 I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of something. You know how you ever had a bottle or something that was empty and you filled it up real fast. And as the water uh, rushed in real fast uh, and, when it, and when it was getting close to being full, it made a sound. And then you all pump your own gas. When you pump your own gas uh, and you got the, the holes in there and you start filling up the tank. That if, if you listen close enough, there's a certain sound when it starts getting close to full. I believe that when we ask God, some, somebody say, well, okay, if, if when I was saved, I was uh, baptized uh, with the Holy Spirit, or, or the, uh, and, and, and you're telling me, uh, that I need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Well, how do you do that? Amen. How do you do it is you ask. Yeah. You ask him. Amen. He said, uh, uh, I'm not one. If you ask me for bread, I'll give you a stone. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, uh, one that if you ask me for a fish, I'll give you a snake. Amen. He said, if, 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 if your natural fathers know how to give good gifts, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's not a qualification, but it's an indication. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's give some supported scripture. Acts 2.33 Therefore being exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured this out, which you now see and hear. Amen. This was uh, uh, on the day of Pentecost. On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came and, 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 and filled those in the upper room, notice that... Uh, as Peter was speaking here, therefore being exalted to the right hand of God, having perceived from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and hear. The early believers were uh, speaking in tongues, and the Spirit of God gave utterance. Acts 8 and 18. When Simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Spirit was given. He offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, that anyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Even the saucer knew it was something to being filled with the Holy Ghost. He had made his living uh, uh, doing spells and so-called magic but when he saw the genuine outworking of the, of the power of God, yeah. amen, at the hands of the apostles, yeah. 
He was willing to pay money to have that power. Hallelujah. And you know what? The interesting thing, he was willing to pay money. And, and, and I'm here to tell you, amen, it don't take money to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. God offers it up and it's free. Acts 19, just, just giving some scriptural support here. Acts 19, 1 and 2. And it happened while Apollos was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus. And finding some disciples, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And so they said to him, We have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. Now notice here, these were disciples and they were doing religious work or so called religious work but uh, Paul was able to tell that something was lacking and uh, so he said to them into what then were you baptized and they said to him into John's baptism which was a baptism of repentance and then Paul said, John indeed baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophesy. Hallelujah. Uh, it's scriptural. Amen. Uh, it, 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 it's scriptural. It's part of the package. Yes. Like I say, you can drive your salvation car with no options if you want. No heat. No air conditioning. Roll down windows. Amen. You can, you, you can drive like that if you want to. Amen. But I want everything God has. I need everything God has. I need all of the options. I need all of the options. Hallelujah. Let me, let me close here. Uh, the importance of speaking with tongues. You see, uh, why, 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 why do we emphasize uh, speaking with tongues? The importance. Well, when a person is speaking with tongues... Are speaking in tongues. They're talking to God. Yes. Uh, that's. You know sometimes our language fails us. You, you, you ever want to say something. And, and, and get tight tongue. And, 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 and don't quite know how to express what you want to say. When you are, are uh, speaking in tongues to God. It's direct communication. Your spirit. Is communicating to God. And, and, and for some of us, uh, for one reason or another, we got more confidence in somebody else praying for us than we do praying for ourselves. We have more confidence in somebody else, amen, going to God for us than we have for ourselves. That's why I was, I, I was doing the teaching. You got to get to the point where you hear from God yourself. You got to hear him yourself. There are some instructions that God is not going to give me about you. He's going to, he wants to give it to you. God said, I know the plans I have for you. 
Amen. There's some communication that God ain't going to give me. He wants to give it to you. But you've got to be in a position, amen, to receive it. And so, no matter how inadequate you might feel, amen, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in other tongues, you're communicating to God. Hallelujah. The other thing about speaking in tongues, a person speaking with tongues edifies himself. That means uh, builds himself up. The Holy Spirit makes Jesus mean even more. Jesus becomes even more real. The Bible said prophecy is for uh, exhortation, edification, and comfort. It's in the book of Corinthians. Uh, he who speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself. That word edify, it means it strengthens. It, it's like charging a battery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Charging a battery. Uh, we got a battery back there that I got a call from the alarm company and said we got a battery failing. Uh, um, and it's losing its charge. And, and, and they got indication. And so they gave me a call uh, because the battery backup, amen, uh, has lost its charge and, and needs to be replaced. Well, the kind of battery that we have is not a replaceable one. Uh, uh, it's a permanent one, but, the way, but, but it's a rechargeable one. And, and, and there's some of us that are believers and, and we were filled with the Holy Spirit. And we can, you know, like I told you, I can tell you when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I can tell you where I was. But uh, that battery, that spiritual battery needs to be recharged. Yes. And some of us have been not taking the best care of our battery. And, 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 and uh, just like I got a call from the alarm company, let me, let me know that there's a faulty battery that needs to be taken care of. I got a call from God. And God said, you need to speak to the church. Because there's some faulty batteries there, amen, that are just holding on to barely have a, and they need to be recharged. Hallelujah. And we wonder why we don't have more victory. And we wonder why, amen, uh, you, you, you see, when the sun is shining, and you know, 70 degrees uh, is not a big load on our spiritual battery, just like our car. But they're forecasting later on this week some below zero uh, wind chills and uh, some cold that's coming in from the north. And, and, and if your battery is not optimal and if it's just barely holding on by a thread when the temperature go down, what had been cranking is going to go eh, click, click. That's why, amen, we need to make preparation now before the storm comes. Yes. Hallelujah. So, in conclusion, the baptism with the Holy Spirit is an essential beginning point for all of ministry. It's not the end, it's not the climax, but it's the, it's the commencement. 
is not the goal, but it's the gateway. And so for what God is getting ready to do, and what God wants to do in your personal life and in the corporate life of this church, amen, we need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit if we have not been. And if you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit and spoken tongues once and you ain't spoken in a while, I'm saying to you, amen, uh, we need to be revived. We need to be revived. Amen. Revive us again. Amen. I hope you got something from the Word today.